Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Stocks are in the green, if only slightly, this afternoon on Wall Street. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq each opened this morning at record highs. They're pushing for new record high closes today. The Dow up one point. The S&P 500 comfortably higher, up a half percent, 22 points. So is the Nasdaq up more than 1%, up 149 points. COVID-19 cases are surging in Italy, which just reported its highest number of new infections in nearly four months, prompting American experts to put out warnings of diligence with masks and washing hands as fall approaches. Dick's Sporting Goods reported a blowout quarter as sales surged nearly 200% in the pandemic. Mortgage demand spiked again last week, a 33% jump when compared with the same week a year ago. Hurricane Laura upgraded to a powerful Category 3 storm today. It could strengthen to a 4, aiming for the Texas-Louisiana border late tonight, oil country. I'm Jessica. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Back to work at that J-O-P, the one you realized isn't for you? Well, that's if you're lucky, right? Make your move. You can start a new life as an IT pro in as little as four months from the comfort of your own home, even if you have zero computer experience. Take control of your future now. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. Live online classes meet just twice a week. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. They had a foolproof plan. It's election time. First we find a bad candidate. But wait, he's got to be the worst candidate in history. A real train wreck. I will build a great, great wall. Well, actually, I have been very consistent over the course of my entire life. 
Are you supporting a campaign? All right, easy now. Easy, we don't have time for that. Are you running for office? Brilliant. Are the big candidates sucking all the air out of the room and you can't get your message out? Well, it's time to advertise on KCAA. Don't let your message get thrown in the trash can with all those flyers. <laughs> no. Don't let your message fade into the background with all those signs. Get into the ears, the minds, and the hearts in KCAA's listening audience. Log on to our website at kcaradio.com and give us a call. We've got great rates for local candidates because your message is important too. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. What have we done? I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed 150000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA, DNA did, did right, right by, by me. me. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to this place they call Country Junction. Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 10.50 a.m. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com. KCAA. KCAA presents Crossroads, a program in the public interest, bringing you the issues you need to hear about here in our community. Now here's your host, Mark Westwood. And uh, good afternoon to you. I'm Mark Westwood. And hopefully I'm on the air and I can hear myself shortly. Maybe my headphones work. There we go. Oh, we love it when things work well. And it's off to a good start. <laughs> Once again, I'm Mark Westwood. And uh, today we're going to continue on the show with Eric Bauman. Hello, Eric. Hey, how are you, Mark? Pretty good. good excellent show last hour with uh, Mike Madrid. And uh, Thank you. Good interview there. And, and enjoyed that. Today's uh, subjects today, uh, it just goes on and on. It's like an endless, infinite uh, bag of tricks or uh, a pile of information. First of all, we're going to talk about several things. Uh, we're going to talk about Donald Trump asking for drug tests before the debates. <laughs> the NBA players deciding to strike for social justice. Uh, of course, the RNC convention tonight and the schedule there. Mike Pence is leading that uh, the, the, uh, speech uh, troop today. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, the White House response to the uh, accusation about the uh, violation of the Hatch Act 
in response to criticisms about President Trump hosting a naturalization ceremony and pardoning a convicted valley during a, uh, an RNC broadcast, which is a campaign broadcast. And, uh, you know, there's just so much to talk about, Eric. It just goes on and on and on. But uh, I don't know whether you had heard about this. This was kind of a, a late release here. And uh, President Donald Trump has suggested that he and Democratic rival Joe Biden should be both drug tested before they take the stage to debate in Ohio next month, comparing the debate to a boxing match. <laughs> yes, I, I actually brought it up. Um, I saw the headline come across while I was on my show, and I brought it up during my show. Um, and I said, what is he looking for? Is he looking to see if Biden's on Prevagen or if he's on you know, tranquilizers? <laughs> I mean, what does he think? I want to know what he's on. I want to know if he's on bipolar medicine. Uh, or, or something. Well, there's um, there was quite a few remarks about the first night of the convention with Donald Trump Jr. looking like his eyes were steely, cold, uh, and focused, narrow focused. And then, uh, what's her name? Kim- Kimberly. Oh, Gefiller? Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kimber- Kimberly had to be, I understand she had to be rescued from the rafters at the end of the show. Hmm. She was floating up there so high, you know, from all that yelling and screaming. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was uh, quite the quite something. The the uh, at the end, the uh, big uh, hands in the air, like she was uh, uh, in a religious ceremony or something, and uh, receiving the Holy Spirit from uh, down uh, from up above. It, it was just it was, and of course, there's also the the whole Giancarlo Grande thing. Um, and of course, do you recognize that name, Eric? I uh, well, I remember it because he's a pool boy. That's right, a pool boy. I I knew I knew people that wanted to hire him as as their pool boy. <laughs> but but he was he was way too busy. He was way too busy with the wife. Well, not just the wife apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Both with oh, both yeah. yeah. The president of Liberty University and his wife. I'm sure the good folks that remember the moral majority and the Family Values Coalition, and uh, all those great institutions like that, and of course uh, the uh, moral, you know, the uh, St- uh, you know Falwell, and what's the name of the university out there? I forget the name. Of it. It's not called Liberty Liberty, Liberty University, University, right? Liberty. Are, are, are very appreciative of the uh, money spent, the millions of dollars spent to buy the hotel for the pool boy. That was <laughs> it. Just does it reads yeah. like a Harlequin novel. Uh, you can't make this stuff up, and if you did, they would tell you you were lying. But it's actually uh, truth. You know, the funny part about this is floating around, particularly in the gay press, the LGBT press, for quite some time, have been pictures. <laughs> have been pictures with the pool boy. Yeah. And, you know, the accusations have circulated. The, the level of hypocrisy is amazing because there were students that were thrown out of their for holding hands on campus. Yeah. There were students who were thrown out because they told their classmates that they were gay or lesbian. <clears throat> and they had an absolute prohibition against trans uh, gender, or, uh, yeah. trans or transgender, depending you know, on, mm-hmm. on your language that you use, um, students. And here this hypocrite was involved in a, you know, a, a three-way relationship for seven years. Yeah, and, they, that, and that, now I understand, excuse me, I'm sorry, Mark, but let me just finish a point. I understand that the pool boy made more accusations today, but I don't know, you know, I don't know what they are. 
Oh, boy, we're going to have to get the tea on that, as they say, or the dish on that. Uh, you know, they met him at this you know, infamous hotel down there in Miami Beach called Le Fountain Blue, or the Le Fountain Blue. Yeah, the Fountain Blue. My grandparents stayed there in the 60s. Right. And, you know, um, the hotel with like 10 swimming pools and, and kind of known and, and well-known these days for its kind of hedonist, uh, you know, adventures. And, and so, you know, that's where they met him, and they said he was hardworking. Now, I don't quite know how to take that quote. <laughs> he was a very hardworking well, young man. Depends what his job was. That's right. Well, he was very hard. He's got a good body, or he did at the time. I think he still does, probably. We're, 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 we're on the radio. Just, you know, watch how you frame this now. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm being very careful. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the one that gets in trouble the most for this, so you understand this. But, uh, yeah, actually, Fred would be laughing at, at what I'm saying here. But, you know, I don't care how hardworking he is. I got hardworking kids around here. You know, Fabian in the control room, he's working hard right now. You should see his sweat across his brow. <laughs> no, but, you know, Sam's in the other room. Eric's in the other room. They're all, everybody's working here. But, you know, I don't think I would buy him a hotel. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, you know, as much as I like these guys and I appreciate, and I am truly appreciative of the work they did, uh, how much was that, like $16 million? <laughs> you know. Liberty University it, money. So, Falwell Jr., is going to get, first of all, a $10 million payout. Second of all, he's going to get $2 million as a contract cancellation fee with an additional $8 million paid out over some number of years. So in the end of all this, he's going to get at least $20 million. Hmm. Oh, my God. I want to violate the rules at Liberty University. <laughs> $20 yeah. million. Dollars. $20 million. Right. I mean, I think that's terrific. $20 million. Yeah, it certainly is a profitable business. There, there's something about the bottom line there or something, and then a joke, but I'm going to leave it off the, on the table. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'm not sure it's the bottom line, but it's uh, <laughs> some kind of a line. Well, one was a top and one was a bottom. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting a really dangerous territory here. But the hypocrisy of it all, and this is. I just I want to point out it's not me. So, it, so my my guests on my hour don't don't have to worry. We, we're we're censored on my hour. I <laughs> we we don't go to this place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the general manager and the host of the show, and and pretty much uh, I'm holding the line here. I'm not going over the line, but I am making some you know double entendre jokes, folks. And uh, read between the lines. It's pretty easy. Um, and. You know, go to the New York Times, folks. If you know, if you want more on this and and, and the pictures, because you know it's hard to show pictures on the radio. Uh, if you want more on this, go to NewYorkTimes.com, and they've got the the full dish on this. It you know it takes you about twenty minutes to read it. It's so truncated, uh, and you know then it all intertwines with the Trump campaign. And back way back when, I'm going to remind our listeners. That you know, the president of the U Liberty University, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., was supposed to endorse Ted Cruz, not Donald Trump. Do you remember that, Eric? No. Yes, he was supposed to come out and endorse Ted Cruz, and not Donald Trump. And so then he calls the kids from the school. He made it mandatory for seventy thousand students to you know assemble at their big sports arena for this big announcement about him endorsing Senator Ted Cruz for president. And he turns on Ted Cruz at the very last minute and endorses Donald Trump. Endorses Donald Trump. 
And this was all arranged by Michael Cohen. This was in the New York Times article. Um, All arranged by Michael Cohen. Uh, At the last minute, apparently the Trump campaign got a hold of what was going on with Giancarlo Granda and uh, Jerry Falwell. And allegedly there's a picture or two around they had. And And so they kind of extorted them and said, you will endorse Donald Trump or this will leak out into the press. And so there you have it. Lo and behold, the very first domino, uh, what I think is kind of... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We keep asking, why is the evangelical movement and the evangelical leaders, why are they endorsing this orange um, person who, you know, is so much, you know, in the anticipus of uh, what Christian values are and compassion has none, uh, the way he treats people, his honesty, his lying, his cheating, uh, you know, the, the different things he's done that are, you know, moral turpitude uh, types of things. And, you know, I, you know, I, I don't even want to talk about what he has done or said because I can't say them on the air. This is the first president of the United States, uh, Eric, that literally we've not been able to play verbatim a quote audio, an audio track, an audio clip from the President of the United States, where we would be fined if we played that audio clip. And that was the one about him grabbing you-know-what uh, back on the bus uh, uh, way back when. And, I remember when. Yeah. and uh, I remember when. <laughs> I remember when. It's, uh, it seems like a long time ago, uh, but you know, there's been so much that's happened. Really, that would seem like yesterday to most people, and most presidents would have had one or two episodes like that, and they would have been done. For some reason or other, he's gotten time after time after time after time. And this is just one another one of those times, you know, uh, that he got away with what he did. And, uh, but I think those times are coming to a close. Uh, I really do. Um, do you think he's going to get a convention bump off this? What, what, what's your thoughts oh, well, and feelings? If he, if, if he gets a convention bump, it's either be gonna, going to be because he has succeeded in scaring a bunch of people back into voting for him, or because Melania Trump set a tone that made some female, <laughs> some women voters feel more comfortable voting for him. Um, but we shall see. What's interesting is I have not seen, and I heard the national pollsters talk about this. Biden didn't get a bump in the head-to-head, meaning um, the, the the total votes one to mm-hmm. the other. What he did was he got quite a bump of uh, eight points, I believe it was on average, mm-hmm. in his approval rating. Um, right. And and Trump, if he behaves like he did on Monday, will will be further diminished, I would imagine, by it. Um, the only poll that I've seen credible, I shouldn't even say credible because that's not the right word, the only poll that I've seen that's a national poll that's well known um, that has him moving up and has um, him at 50% in approval rating and at virtual parity with Biden 
<clears throat> in the election is Rasmussen. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows everybody knows that Rasmussen is what they call a house organ. And I don't mean a pipe organ. It mm-hmm. means it's a tool it's a tool of whatever house they work for and the house they happen to work for is um Republican Party. Mm-hmm. It's a Republican pollster with deeply Republican um views. So mm-hmm. there you have that. You know, I don't okay. I, I don't know there's, ahead, there's something called the poll of polls. And I you know, I haven't yeah. looked at my polls lately, so I don't know, but I was wondering what that's sitting at. That's kind of the average well, of all polls. When 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 I saw when I saw CNN's poll of polls and by the way, the RCP, the real clear politics average, is basically a poll of polls, as is um when five thirty eight puts out aggregate numbers, that's a poll of polls. CNN happens to have been the ones that came up or that got the phrase poll of polls, and I actually think it goes back to um, a former political uh, commentator they had on their show whose name escapes because he's been off for many, many years, but I loved watching him because he was very, very bright. I didn't always agree with what he said, but um, I really I really liked the, the way he spoke, and I think he's the one who first came up with poll of polls. But in any case, in the poll of polls on CNN, they had Biden over 50%. They had him at like 50 point four percent i believe it was mm-hmm. well you know uh i think that they're showing their true colors if you watch and if you fact check and if you read behind the lines or between the lines maybe even behind the lines is a better way to put it it's amazing how they will stand there and first of all i don't know did they do any planning for this convention there is very little b footage there's very little you know it's all you know one speaker after another coming to that podium and speaking and, you know, there's they're reading the teleprompter and they're well-rehearsed speeches. But, um, you know, they're full of... <laughs> I, I, okay, but, but, <clears throat> but you see, you, you see you're saying, you're saying you fundamentally are missing, I hate to say this, but you're fundamentally missing a point um, of how this, their convention is structured. When the Democratic Party sets its convention and they know they're going to have Kamala Harris speak, or President Obama speak, or President Clinton, or uh, Secretary Clinton, or any of the big speakers that they had, whether they were in the primetime hour or or they preceded it, though, although those speakers came and talked about Joe Biden and or Kamala Harris, they had a persona of their own when they got up there. They had some star power, yeah. Well, but they, but not forget the star power. They had persona. They mm-hmm. they had their own thing. So far, um, the, the the people at this convention who really had their own thing was um, Melania, who clearly was the iconoclast of this because everything she said was counter to. You know, the tone was counter to what everybody else was saying, even if she mouthed many of the same words. But her whole style and, I mean, the way she dealt with the coronavirus and, and, you know, she didn't call it the China virus. She didn't, uh, she didn't, um, she didn't do the inflammatory language. She didn't do any of that inflammatory stuff at all. We kept for you. (laughs) No, you know, that was good. On the other hand, contrast that with. On, on the first night, Donald Trump Jr., who gave one of the most um, 
burned down the barn speeches, you know, I've heard. He said oh. terrible, terrible things. One of them that really got to me, and I just love sticking, and they're starting to repeat this, Joe Biden is afraid to get on the stage with the U.S. flag, and I just show the picture of him with 50 U.S. flags behind him when he was accepting the, you know, the nomination. Uh, the things they say and they invent and then they put in there, um, it just, you know, uh, Jim, what's his name, the congressman that was so loud at the impeachment trials? Um, oh, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan gets up there. I'm sorry, name escaped me for a minute. Again, no, no, no uh, star power there. Um, said fake impeachment. No, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump was impeached. There is no doubt about it. He may not have been tried in the Senate, but he was impeached. And that well, he was tried. He was tried in the Senate. He just wasn't convicted. Well, if you call that a trial without any witnesses or anything like that, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, this is my opinion. It wasn't a trial, but you know. It was <clears throat> kind of a bold move on his part and others to get up there and, you know, bring up this impeachment, you know. Uh, you know, it's really to remind motor- voters of the extensive scandal, you know, that he was peached, impeached less than a half a year ago. And they're trying to talk it down like it was nothing and it, it was fake and, uh, you know, that, you know, like it was nothing and they, you know, it was actually like they're bragging about it. And... Uh, you know, why would you bring that up? That's like the worst part about Trump is he was impeached. And, uh, you know, uh, it's amazing their approach. That uh, It's just mind-boggling and breathtaking when you, you start to watch the the approach that they, they come at. It, it's just absolutely... You know, where, where do you go from here, you know? Um, Donald Trump, you know, tried to extort a foreign country. And now you're going to talk about it at the Republican National Convention because you think that's going to get him elected, and and just the the, the things that they say and they and they're uh, like you said they're inflammatory words, and you know the constant attack, attack, attack. But there's no solutions. There's no, you know. Oh, there there is there there is a solution. <clears throat> yeah. No, you see, you, you know, there is a solution, oh, and yeah. the solution is for people to get up off their behinds and go and vote, or get their vote-by-mail ballot, or mm-hmm. if you prefer to call it your absentee ballot, mm-hmm. and vote, and make sure you vote to oust this man from office. Uh, you, you know, there's a lot of grievances about Donald Trump, but California is going to vote against him. Uh, the sky would have to fall. The moon would have to land in my backyard for California to not vote for Joe Biden. Whether it's an enthusiastic vote or not in California, who knows? But they're not voting for Donald Trump in this state. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work that way. Um, well, but it, there are sta- there are states: Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Florida, Ohio, North Carolina. These are states where lives and jobs depend on it where narrow victories happened for Donald Trump, narrow victories. He won that election in the Electoral College because Pennsylvania, Michigan, and uh, Wisconsin, 86,000 votes between the three states were enough to cause those three states to shift in the Electoral College. Now, if you look at the, as you were talking about the poll of polls, if you look at the latest real clear politics average, 
which is Real Clear Politics, full of polls. They currently have Joe Biden ahead by uh, 3.7 points in Florida, ahead by 5.5 points in Pennsylvania, ahead by 3.5 points in Wisconsin, tied in North Carolina, which is amazing, um, ahead by 2.2 points in Arizona. So they have Biden, they show Biden ahead in every state. And in the Electoral College, there's two, num- two sets of numbers they look at when they look at the Electoral College. So their early projection, which is pretty consistent with most of the uh, prognosticators, and by the way, remember that polls are a, a snapshot in time today at the moment that poll was taken. And, and after that, the value diminishes markedly and immediately. But right now, in the real clear politics electoral map poll of polls, as you say, the way they, the way they calculate it, they have, which is actually not a poll of polls, they have Biden at 212. Remember, you need 270 to win. They have Biden at 212. They have Trump at 115 with 211 that they're calling at this moment toss-ups. Now, that's a wider margin of toss-ups than most of the big pollsters have. Yeah, but that's here's a wide when you, but now, Right, but at a certain point, you have to look at this and, and say, okay, well, the toss-up is Michigan, where when you look at the numbers and how they've been voting and, and, and the, how blue Michigan has shifted back since 2016, and so when you look at what they call the no-toss-up, projection on the Electoral College. It's 337 for Biden and 201 for Trump. So you need 270 to win. That would, yeah. that, would, that would be a major win for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. But you've got to you hold it. And this, this week, there's a little bit of slippage in the battleground states of Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, uh, in this case, Minnesota, North Carolina, um, Florida, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, there's a little bit of slippage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's upward momentum in North Carolina. Um, but that seems to vary more because it depends, when you look at those states directly, it depends what polls you're actually including when you look at it. And uh, I think that's important. We tend to, we tend to forget that. It, it depends what polls you're looking at at the time that... Um, you're making these decisions. I don't know if you take a break at the bottom of the hour. I am. I was just waiting for you to finish up. You were reading my mind, yeah. sir. Uh, and when All we right. get back, we're going to talk about uh, some of the uh, the uh, corruption at the convention that was displayed. I was starting to get into that. Uh, just dis- displayed outwardly, including the impeachment of the president, which they tried to call it a fake impeachment. We're going to talk uh, about the payments made from uh, foreign uh, organizations uh, to the Trump organization where he you know they would come to his hotel and you know and pay for it we're gonna, we're going to talk about uh, staffers uh, who are paid with tax revenue to work on his campaign and uh, of course the possible violation of the Hatch Act yesterday with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and of course well, what's coming up yes I was going to say and it's a violation of the Hatch Act for every federal employee to be doing campaign work even on their own time, there are certain limit. There are limita- limited ways in which they can; uh, those who are covered by it 
can work, but that really I believe the only people who are excluded is the president and the president's chief of staff. I don't think any other member of the administration is excluded from the Hatch Act. Certainly not a uh, uh, in line for the presidency secretary. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. State who is on a foreign tour using our security and our tax dollars uh, to then endorse the President of the United States from Israel. Uh, that is really, I, I mean, it's, it's open and shut as far as I'm concerned. But we're going to talk more about that. Eric, and thanks. Can you stick around for a little bit longer? I will. Okay, great. And we'll be right back after this on KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5 and 102.3. Listen up, folks. Work injuries can be devastating and life-changing. If you were injured at work, you probably have a lot of questions. I'm attorney Daniel Rudbari, and I represent injured workers. Call me for your free consultation at 800-325-1454. I'll answer your questions and advise you on how to protect your right to make sure you get the workers' compensation benefits you may be entitled to. 800-325-1454. Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioc Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, people have marveled at the miracle of El Tapioc, and now you can marvel at the great food the Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades. Nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center shopping mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909 909- 307-0017 or Google El Tapioc Redlands and treat yourself. KCAA KCAA, Mark Westwood with Eric Bowen on Community Crossroads and we're talking RNC this uh, week. Last week we were talking uh, DNC. This week uh, it's the Republican National Convention and let's open with one of the, you know, here we go. We're talking about the corruption that was openly displayed last night at the convention. Um, and there's like six or seven things that were illegal in violation of the Hatch Act. But how about Eric Trump, who is still the executive vice president of the Trump Organization, but yet spoke during prime time right in everybody's face at the RNC, urging people to vote for his father. Now, how- well, uh, th- this president does not have 
an agreement separating him from his money. He right. told us when he got elected or when he was running for office that he would, but of course he doesn't. So there's a New York State attorney general now asking a judge to force Eric Trump to answer subpoenas about whether the Trump organization committed fraud by inflating the assets to get uh, loans and tax breaks. And, uh, uh, you know, it just goes on and on. It's so uh, convoluted and, you know, uh, it just keeps going on. Eric's uh, convention speech eliminated any such distinction, but it was already largely gone at least 12, at least 12. That doesn't mean that it's all. At least, at least 12 foreign governments made payments to Trump Organization properties during Trump's first two years in office, according to a watchdog group, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics, uh, out there in Washington. Scores of political committees and special interests have done the same, and then they go to the hotel, and they pay all the money, and they pay big fees to the hotel. They pay you know, twice as much money oftentimes, uh, and Trump is being you know, inured by being president of the United States. That's such a violation uh, of you know, the Executive Powers Act. Uh, it, it, where do you start? You know, uh, he's, you know, Trump has constantly visited Trump Organized Property as president and even awarded the group's uh, seven summit, the group of seven summit, to his Trump National uh, Doral Resort in Florida before reversing the course, before people that was just an outcry about that one. Um, you know, now it appears to be putting staffers who are paid by tax revenue to work on his campaign. You know, just violating everything that every campaign, every political candidate, whether Republican or Democrat, you cannot use taxpayer-paid employees to work on a political campaign. Well, let, 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 let's step back for a second. Okay, I'll step the back. White House, the White House is a federal property. Right. There's no exemption, though the president may be exempt from, uh, from political activity per se, as in making phone calls or perhaps even having meetings, although I don't believe you can have meetings um, in the site. The property there is not permissible for use for these political activities, though, of course, Trump's lawyers gave them clearance to do it. But, they, you know, they're what you call, in political terms, toadies. Whatever Trump wants, you know that famous song, Whatever Trumpy wants, Trumpy Trumpy gets. gets. (laughs) Trumpy bear, yes. Oh, Uh. so little Republicans, remember, Trumpy wants you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Sorry about that. Well, you know, uh, and then we we, we go into the Pompeo thing, which we talked about just before the break. And, you know, Pompeo's participation in the convention, uh, State Department officials uh, preemptively claimed that Pompeo... America's top diplomat, and that's, you know, he's the, the number one diplomat, you know, he's the Secretary of State, uh, would be speaking in a personal capacity and not be breaking the law. Well, when you have to have, you know, our security around you, because the Secretary of State has Secret Service or security, um, when, when you're up in the hotel and when you're using, you know, you know, whatever you're using, whatever resources you're using to make that statement from Israel, uh, you're you're violating the Hatch Act. You're violating the law. And you know what does the heck what the heck does that personal capacity mean? Well, one of the Trump administration officials got asked about that, and in anonymity he asked to speak freely and said, "Well, you know, that's kind of like you know when he does stuff in a personal nature, like like say when he goes to the bathroom." 
<laughs> and I thought that was just the perfect analogy. <laughs> well, that that is a, that is another way. It's more like when a male cow goes to the bathroom. <laughs> it's, a, it's a chip. <laughs> yeah, sure, a chip. Okay, a chip, a That's chip, a, a cow chip. I know. I got. It. I heard what you said. I got the chip. I was thinking. I, I, yeah, piece of yeah, chip, piece of chip. <laughs> but that sounds like that, but it's not. Um, you know, uh, what better way to endorse the press? <laughs> what a great analogy. Like he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> Some of this is just plain outright funny. It really is. Uh, there is going to be a one heck of a uh, Saturday Night Live skit coming this weekend. <laughs> you can only imagine what they're going to be doing. I hope they're going to be live this weekend. I really do. Well, they, you know, you, you have to... You have to think about the fact that whatever good Melania could have done Tuesday night, uh, I'm, I'm sure that Pence will sound his usual calm way tonight, even though he lies through his teeth for Trump. But tomorrow night is Trumpy's night, and he will blather on for at least an hour and he will be, I'm sure, his usual self. And if he suddenly becomes the compassionate conservative, I don't know how many people in America are foolish enough to fall for that. No. But you notice they got his hair all soft now and all combed, and it's not slicked with and the gel color, in it. And the color, the color has changed. And the color has changed, yeah. And, you know, they must have, like, worked on that expression Look like you love millennia sitting there, because <laughs> that was the darndest look. Either that, or he was constipated. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see that? Did you catch that act in the in the rose garden last night? Oh my gosh, I, I'm being. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know tonight it's Mike Pence's night. Pence will deliver the evening keynote address from uh, Baltimore's Fort McHenry. And, uh, and, and it's expected to be a real barn burner, right? Exciting. Probably not. Well, my <laughs> understanding is that amongst the many surprises in store for Mr. Pence, <coughs> of course, the Secret Service would never allow it to happen when he's speaking. But I understand that a sky-riding plane will be flying over the uh, over the stadium where he's speaking, or the, not stadium, I'm sorry, the monument where he's speaking yes. in Fort Henry Park, and they will skywrite, don't forget, 180,000 people, or something to that effect, mm-hmm. um, which I think is not going to make him happy. Mm-hmm. Well, they were talking and, last night about the coronavirus as it was like it was over, that we were past correct. it. Absolutely, they were talking that way. You you got that right for certain. It was like you got to be kidding me here. Do you think that the American public is that gullible that they would believe that? Now you're going to have some trumpet mouthpieces that uh, you know espouse that, but no way do people believe that the coronavirus is over. We're all so, you know quarantined and sequestered or whatever you want to call it. Um, <coughs> we're still. You getting- might have heard. I'm sorry. You, uh, I was. I didn't mean to. No, but I was uh, going to say. <laughs> go ahead. 
the 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 disadvantage of us not being in the studio together today is that we can't cue each other. So sorry about that. Uh, but what I wanted to say is that schools that that Trump demanded be open, and uh, Betsy DeVos, the Secretary of Education, demanded to be open. Oh yeah. And people like the governor of Florida demanded to be open. Um, Seventy thousand children positive for coronavirus in the last two weeks. Does anybody really have to say much more than that? No. I mean, that's just enough right there. Um, and, and so, you know, what I'm banking on a guarantee, we watch these polls and we're nervous, but, you know, if Americans vote, and I think they got their dander up, you know, they're not going to believe all of this Trump uh, jargon. That's a nice way of putting it. Uh, and... Uh, they understand that they're being wholesale lied to, that there's no way that the coronavirus is over with. You know, there's there's no way that the people who saw Joe Biden, you know, accept the nomination with all those flags on the stage, will let that get past where they say that the president didn't have a flag on the stage. You know, just made up stuff, stuff that, you know. So tonight Mike Pence is going to have to be making the case for why he and Trump deserve another four years in office. And, uh, you know, how is he going to do that? Uh, you know, beyond the platitudes of he's a nice man and a good father, and they keep saying those types of things. It's like, well, for Donald Trump, we've never heard of before. Um, and, you know, that he really cares about people. And, of course, he's pardoned a prisoner, uh, a felon. You know, he's uh, rescued people, uh, hostages, and brought them back. And you uh, know, By the way, nice a, felon, a, a, felon who hap- a felon who happens to be African-American, of course, Right, you know, yeah, heaven forbid, you know, you know, it's just you know, that's another insult, you know, to to the black community who has half a brain and anybody who's thinking for themselves uh, will realize that, uh, and, and that is going to be the problem. So another big thing that happened today, and I want to just kind of talk about this before we go, as the NBA players decide to strike for social justice. Now there is no social justice on the Republican side because. They don't, they don't like to say just all like Black Lives Matter and just leave it that way. You know, it's all lives matter. No, 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 you know, uh, they they're not they're not supporting, you know, black people who say, hey, we're being shot, and that's you know not the you know the the way things should work, and we need to stop that. They're they're actually opposing Black Lives Matter and saying they are the law and order. Party, well, uh, you know how many uh, people in the Trump administration have been arrested, indicted, and thrown into jail. So how are they the law and order administration uh, it, and it, it, party? It's it's twelve or fourteen members of his administration, and I want to remind you, Trump said his will be the most ethical, most competent administration in American history. That's what he said. When did he say that? Must have been ages ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a, it was ages ago. Yeah, and, yeah, 2016. Yeah, well, and, and, and he and, and he lied about that too, like he lied about every other thing. Yeah, it, it, it just it boggles your mind when you hear this stuff being said over and over and over again. Kellyanne Conway is uh, now going to speak tonight after she dropped the bombshell. Was it yesterday or the day before that she's not? Yeah, the day before. Day before. But 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 you know her daughter. I never did get a chance to talk with Mike Madrid about that. 
because you know his his one of his partners in this endeavor, one of Mike's partners in this endeavor, was George Conway or is George Conway, but their daughter has been beside the fact that she's actually a liberal Democrat or maybe a progressive Democrat. She she said her mother is a pathologic liar, and she said her head is all screwed up because of it, and. Oddly enough, she called AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, mm-hmm. um, and asked her if she could be her, uh, her I guess you'd say, surrogate mother in emancipation so that she could get out of there. Yeah. Um, and he, did, he had a naturalization ceremony last night, too. I mean, he's he's trying to pull all the stops out. Yeah, I wonder, you know, well, have how, many naturali- how, how many mar- how many naturalization services has this character attended in in the duration of his presidency? I bet you I could count them on one hand and maybe have four fingers left. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely, simply amazing. This kinder, gentler Donald Trump that they're it is an alternative reality. I think. You know they have different themes of these these uh, Republican conventions, and I think the whole overlying thing is the Republicans. Your alternative reality to what really is the truth. <laughs> it just absolutely. I didn't know that I didn't know that was a theme, but that's a that's a good one. Well, they had uh, what was it? The first one found uh, founded on values or something like that. I, I don't remember. I honestly, I think I'm you know sublimating a lot of what I. I hear at this Republican convention because it's so repulsive and, and, and so, you know, fact-twisting. And, you know, they'll look you right at the camera and tell you something that is a total mistruth, uh, non-fact, and... and, and, and the, the, proper word, the, pr- the proper word is it's a total lie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, we, 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 we're, so, we're so genteel, um, those of us who are liberals, we don't want to use words like that. Well, guess what? They're liars. They're 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 not untruthers. If you run around and say they're untruthers, they're not untruthers. They're liars. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and then and then in your face. I was say, yeah. Go ahead. The, the sooner the sooner that people just understand they're liars, and you know. Stop worrying about it. They're liars. Period. That's it. They. That's what they are. That's what they do. And um, yeah, you, know, we, we, you, you have you have to just understand that and not be freaked out by it. And that was the point. You know, Mike Madrid said everybody knows he's a liar. Just accept the fact that he's a liar and move on. But you have to understand that sometimes what he says, people hear it. And they're not differentiating. They're not filtering this. They're going, oh, you know, Joe Biden is this, so Joe Biden has done that. You know, and it's like, that's not true. It's totally made up. It's total fantasy. It's an alternate reality, you know. They're like the drug test thing. (laughs) Where did that come from? (laughs) It, It came from him trying to find a way after Joe Biden did as well as he did delivering his speech and and running his convention where where Biden was so well received for that speech it came from he can't call him slow joe 
or Sleepy Joe and expect the public to believe it anymore. Mm-hmm. The public watched Joe Biden in action. They watched him deliver the speech, even if it was on a teleprompter. That was well, very well put together. Mm-hmm. And we had these... And, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and so, um, you know, folks have to just realize they lie, they, they, they steal, in the sense, they, you know, steal elections, they cheat. And I'm sorry, I mean, I have a lot of, I have a fair number of friends who are Republicans, and some of them are going to be furious with me for saying it, but it's true. You know, the, 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 Trump, the Trump people are not truthers. They're, and then, at, best, at best, they're untruthers. Yeah, and Back here's, to our earlier conversation. Here's an important thing for everybody to understand, especially in listener land out there. You may be a registered Republican, but that doesn't exactly make you a member of the Republican Party. That means you're affiliated with them, that you're registered with them, but that doesn't make you a dues-paying Republican. It doesn't. So when we say Republicans and we're talking about them being liars and cheats and everything like that, we're not talking about every Republican that ever was going down the 210 free. Oh, we're talking. No, we're talking about the operatives, and we're talking about those kind of people. Yes, and, and those kinds of people. And so when we talk about uh, Kimberly uh, Guilio, whatever her name was, the <laughs> Gilfoyle. Gilfoyle. I had to Google this person, then I find out she was the ex-wife of our governor. I'm like, whoa. You didn't know? I did not you know that. Know, yeah. I did not know that. Anyway. This, this, this has been quite a conversation. By the way, this has been quite a conversation in the press for some time since uh, – uh, Trump Jr. started going with her. You know, it's just kind of like when when I had heard that you know Gavin Newsom was buried before. I said, "Well, you know, that's his business, whatever." I I, I didn't think any more about it. I didn't want to get the dish or the dirt or whatever. Now I'm going to have to do some research on this. But you know, I want to get back to this. You know, they look at the look at you in the camera. They lie. You're right. Let's just say it directly. They lie. And then, you know, I saw several people, and I'm not even a, a, a drug person or an expert or whatever, but you could tell that they were amped up on something, and it was more than Geritol. I got to tell you, it, you know, their eyes were steely, they were focused, they were, you know, it, it was very uh-huh. obvious. And, and then we have this thing that comes out the next day, and the telling truth of the whole thing is the president saying, let's put myself and Joe Biden through a drug test before a debate. Why would you do that other than it was on your mind, and you know, you're like, oh, all these people around me, boy, if they had drug tested, they, hey, you know, uh, uh, take another shot of that doobie there, and yeah, man, we should have drug tests. Well, now I'm starting to sound like Bill Clinton. But um, you know, that is just, you know, it's not a prize fight. You know, as as Trump said, well, it's a prize fight. He's so outrageous. Uh, He's so, you know, every word that comes out of his mouth. There is an index, people. Look at it. The Washington Post has it. WashingtonPost.com has it. It's an index with 20,000 lies, non-facts, perpetrated by Donald Trump since he was president of the United States. You know? Uh, It just you're being lied to through this whole convention. So when you turn on this convention, you know, first of all, you know, covering this convention has been a little bit of an effort too. The Republican, uh, the Democrats, you know, you knew they were going to be on at six. They ended at eight. You know, uh, you know, what was going to happen at each hour. There was an agenda. They stuck to it. They stuck to the times. Uh, it was, it, you know, it moved. It was paced well. The Republican convention, they really didn't have an agenda. They didn't have... 
a list of speakers. Uh, it just like you know, Trump called in, you know, the producers of The Apprentice at the last minute to get this convention going. And it's been one little monologue speech after another, uh, and it just hasn't been well organized. Now maybe you you're thinking the technical part has been organized. But really, it hasn't come anywhere close to what the Democrats did, where they went all across the nation and talked to people and had people on Zoom. And you haven't seen any of that. It's just been talking heads, people who want to be famous. Instead, they're infamous. But they're becoming infamous, not famous. And there's a big difference between the two of those. I maintain there is. And uh, and they're trying to— There is. Yeah. They're trying to you know get themselves known— so that, you know, when they get out and done with this and we see that Donald Trump is, you know, off in, uh, you know, another country trying to escape prosecution after he loses the election, which is my prediction, um, uh, that they got a book deal coming because they're going to be able to talk about it. And so they're, they're willing to get on there and say outrageous things and, you know, trying to make themselves well known because they don't have the, what I call the star power that the Democrats who have been good servants, have been faithful, who have been good representatives, have. have. That's well, they let's have. be clear. They have the star power, but you know what? They're big, they're the people who should be their biggest stars. President George W. Bush, for example. Right, good one. President George H. W. Bush. It's two living ex-presidents, neither of whom are in attendance there. Cindy McCain, since Senator McCain, the Republican nominee, um, is no longer with us. She did a videotape for the Biden convention. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Because Mr. Sensitivity, Mr. Sensitivity chose to attack her husband to his deathbed, literally to his deathbed. Right. And there's a, you know, there, listen, there's a price, there's a price ultimately to pay for that. Um, you, I think, I think you pay that in the afterlife, depending on what your belief in the afterlife is. Um, I, I have to tell you, Jewish people like me believe uh, metaphorically, that when you get to the afterlife, trying to use uh, neutral words that people that, mm-hmm. that people will get, when you get to 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 the screening place in the afterlife, the first question God or God's emissaries asks you is, "Were you honest in business?" That is literally <laughs> the first question. Hey, I didn't know God's name was Maury, but okay, good, you honest in business. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, were you honest, period? How did you treat yeah. other people? Well, um, no, but were you because, honest yeah. in business is the first thing. Yeah. And, but, and, and, you know, listen, if you think, if you start thinking about, uh, I, I mean, th- those Ten Commandments, I mean, thou sh- essentially, thou shalt not lie, steal, covet thy neighbor, um, I realize we skipped seven of them right there, mm-hmm. um, but those, those three alone are pretty basic principles. And Republicans and, need to know that 
Republicans need to know we not have uh, strange gods before us, you know. Uh, <laughs> well, that 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 is true. <laughs> you shall place no other. I, I am the Lord thy God. You shall place yeah, no other yeah. uh, before me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you should honor the Sabbath, which of course this guy's been to a church twice in his life, and both times it's because there were cameras there. <laughs> this is true. Well, you know, and in closing, we're getting we're getting ready to end up here real quick, but. You know, uh, we mentioned that they said that Joe Biden didn't have flags, which was totally not true. He did. But you know what the, the Republican convention didn't open with, with on the first night was the national anthem. You know, mm. not on bended knee, not standing, nothing. They didn't have the national anthem. And that was noted. They went right in, you know, from the prayers right into speeches. And uh, so tonight at Fort McHenry, you know, where... You know, they say that it was an inspired, inspired writing of the uh, Star Spangled Banner, which is where it was supposed to be written. Are we going to hear the Star Spangled Banner tonight? It's going to be I, interesting. I would, I would imagine, since Trump is nothing if he's not a showman, um, I think, you know, he has to, they have to script it that way. But remember one other thing, that the Trump convention in every way, as with the Trump administration. It's only about him. And, you know, if you think about what he said, if you think about what he said as we uh, start to close here, um, during his campaign in 2016, he said in his convention speech, nobody else but me and me alone can solve these problems. And I would say he's done a great job, mostly worsening them. Yes, uh, we're definitely not better off than we were four years ago. That is for sure. Tonight's big speakers, Mike Pence, Kellyanne Conway, and, of course, Donald Trump, as in every single night, which is something interesting that, you know, the nominee or the sitting president, who is the nominee, has appeared every single night at the convention. Um, uh, it is. It just gives testimony to the fact that he's not running the country right now. Uh, you know, we're all on our own. Uh, and, uh, you know, so stay in, stay safe, wear your mask. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for joining us. I thank uh, Eric Bauman for being here with us. I'm Mark Westwood for Community Crossroads on KCA 1050 AM, 106.5 and 102.3. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Eric Bauman. Take it away. Thank you, Mark. FM and now 102.3 FM. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 